My name is Matt Brown. And the Oscar goes to... Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my mom is 84 years old, and she's at home watching. Mom, I just want an Oscar. My journey started on a boat. I spent a year in a refugee camp. And somehow, I ended up here on Hollywood's biggest stage. They say stories like this only happen in the movies. I cannot believe it's happening to me. This, this is the American dream. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to the Academy for this honor of a lifetime. Uh, thank you to my mom for the sacrifices she made to get me here. To my little brother, David, who calls me every day just to remind me to take good care of myself. I love you, brother. Uh, thank you to Kendall for all your support and everything you've done. Uh, thank you to A24, uh, to Daniels, Jonathan, Jamie, Michelle, and my Goonies brother for life, Jeff Cohen. I owe everything to the love of my life. My wife, Echo, who... Who, month after month, year after year for 20 years, told me that one day, one day, my time will come. <laughs> Dreams are something you have to believe in. I almost gave up on mine. To all of you out there, please keep your dreams alive. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much for welcoming me back. I love you, thank you, thank you, thank you! Yes, yes, yes. This, oh my goodness, one of the most inspiring nights I've ever seen in my life, and I can't wait to get all into it. Let us start the show. It's been like I've been on a diving expedition on the bottom of the ocean, and the air on the line to the surface is on a launch being watched over by some people in my life, like my sons Holden and Leland and Griffin. I love you, Griffy. My manager, Joanne Colonna, Jennifer Plant, and my best first mate, Jeannie. Thank you again, each one and all. I'm so grateful to you. Good night. What's going on, everybody? The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Tuesday, no, Wednesday, March 15th, 2023. This is the Oscar Reaction Podcast. This is an episode where we celebrate deserving people, remind us to go after our dreams, keep keep pushing, and who knows what you can accomplish. What a great way to celebrate the best in the world of motion pictures 
before we celebrate the great winners from Sunday night. And before I tell you about a huge surprise podcast that's taking place tomorrow, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding all our content throughout all our social media platforms. Check us out on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at ProdcomoPod, and we're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. And also check us out on our new Facebook page at Productive Conversations Podcast. Oh boy. The Academy Awards was absolutely spectacular on Sunday. It really was. Especially if you're a movie lover, I think you could not have not enjoyed that ceremony. It was really 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 special and i mean let's talk about the two most deserving winners that just put a big smile on your face kihuei kwan from everything everywhere all at once now an academy award winning actor and then of course brendan frazier from the whale and he too is now an academy award winning actor those two people complete one of the greatest comeback stories in the history of humanity and we'll get into that with Chris, and we will talk about other incredible moments. Jamie Lee Curtis taking home an Oscar after years and years in that industry. Michelle Yo, huge win for her. Oh, what a way to win it. Everything, everywhere, all at once, taking home seven statues. And, of course, we have got a lot of other fun things to talk about throughout the special night at the 95th Academy Awards. Enthusiasm is so high, and... Why don't we just get into it? Chris Bailey is back, and we're going to react to Sunday Night Ceremony. We're going to talk about the big moments. We're going to talk about the cultural impact and just how can you not have a smile after watching Sunday's Academy Awards Ceremony, even for the people who think it's stupid, even if people hate the politics that go into it. And trust me, I get quite annoyed from it as well. I mean, sometimes it is way too preachy, and people need to chill out. The point of the Academy Awards is to celebrate artists and creatives and crew members and post-production people that's what we celebrate and i don't need to be told what to think or who to think about and how to feel a certain way it is about the creatives and the people who make us escape this fucked up world we're in that's the point of the movies and to celebrate the best of the best in the world of cinema that's what this academy award ceremony ultimately represented and ultimately became and i just can't wait to talk about that plus just with so much other enthusiasm on other things and what is that enthusiasm going to mean exactly well tomorrow we're going to have a very big podcast we are going to react to aaron Rodgers's decision as he makes it on the pat mcafee show today at 1 p.m on his youtube page check it out 1 p.m the pat mcafee show aaron Rodgers is coming on and we will see if he ultimately will retire from the nfl or go to the new york jets or come up with some other crazy random team that people think could slip in and get Aaron Rodgers but let's be real Aaron Rodgers isn't going back to the Packers he's either going to the New York Jets or he's going to retire and Pat McAfee is going to be the one to find it out assuming nothing is leaked by time I'm recording this assuming nothing is leaked before 1 p.m Aaron Rodgers is going to tell us his decision and where he's going to go and that really will dictate the entire league 
this one decision is going to dictate the entire NFL. And we'll get a little more into it after our talk with Chris, but we will get knee deep into it tomorrow on a special podcast that's going to drop right at midnight. Our reaction to Aaron Rodgers' decision on Pat McAfee. But for now, we're going to talk about movies. We're going to talk about the Academy Awards. We're going to celebrate Brendan Fraser and Kihuei Kwan and everything everywhere all at once. Jamie Lee Curtis, Michelle Yeoh, All Quiet on the Western Front cinematography win. Uh, RRR's original song win. All the incredible performances we saw. Lady Gaga, Rihanna, the Academy, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, of course. Love Jimmy Kimmel. And there's a lot to evaluate. A nice, relaxing, Little little productive conversation on the Academy Awards on Sunday night. So let's get into it right here, right now. Chris Bailey is back, and let's talk about it. Chris, it's your turn once again. Let us talk about the Academy Awards. Here we go. This is a very productive conversation. Sunday night ceremony was so, so wholesome. We had genuine speeches, inspiring winners, not too much preaching, a great host, and it really was an authentic night. And of course, we have the authentic Chris Bailey, who I know <laughs> we will see at that ceremony in the future, being honored one way or the other. Chris Bailey's here again to react to the Oscars. Chris Great to see you, buddy. What's going on? It's good to be back. I'm I'm uh, excited to talk about the results. It was uh, it was a good ceremony. It was a really good ceremony, and I, I think wholesome uh, sums it up perfectly. Um, obviously, we didn't we didn't get the thankfully. Honestly, we didn't get uh, a crazy like uh, a crazy slap or something. We got a lot of jokes about it, but no uh, no vi- <laughs> no violence at this year's ceremony. But we did get a lot of well-deserved wins, um, in my in my opinion, and 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 I'm I'm interested to talk about it because after after it was over, I had time to reflect on some of the winners too. So I'm excited to talk about that. Yeah, and like you said, no real controversial moments, no wrong envelopes were given, and yep. <laughs> it's always a win when there's no violence in there. But what else did you think besides that, and what we mentioned already? Is there anything else you'd like to add on or what you thought of the award ceremony as a whole? Um, I thought, um, as a whole, really, I, I, I guess I, I can't say I was super surprised with, with many of the wins when it comes to the awards. Right. Uh, I thought the musical numbers were, were excellent. Um, uh, I loved, I love live performances, obviously. So it was cool seeing, all of the um all of the numbers up for original score uh mm-hmm. seeing them performed live that's always super exciting um a lot of work goes into that so it's 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 really cool that they get to do it on that on that stage um and then uh like to be honest i i'm i've never been a huge fan of jimmy kimmel mm-hmm. um I don't mind. I, I I think he's funny and I like him, but I I've I've definitely gravitated towards other talk show hosts. Yeah. I thought he did a nice job. I thought he did a nice job uh, for the most part with with the jokes and stuff. Um, and then yeah, I can't. I don't know really what, what else. There wasn't anything like crazy happening. Um, mm-hmm. Overall, it was a pretty like front to back like standard ceremony. I would say. Yeah, pretty standard. Um, and, and and a lot of uh 
awesome um, speeches from a lot of wonderful actors. Yeah, I think the I think you again you summed it up perfectly. I personally do love Jimmy Kimmel. Always been a big fan, and I think he did a great job hosting. And this is third time hosting, mm. and. You know, you can only say so many jokes the first time, but I think the show, I appreciate the show was moving and they were able to fit all of the awards usual. Good to see like like the sound categories get love. And I know they cut that last year and then, you know, stuff like that because it really is, as you know, it really is a village to produce and getting the entire, all the crews mentioned and properly honored was a win. And we appreciate yeah. whoever was producing it, keeping it hands on. And why don't we talk about everything everywhere all at once? Had a yeah. special night to complete their <laughs> awards show, awards show. And we'll get to the visit individual categories, but. Take it home, best picture. The Daniels take home three statues themselves. I guess six in uh, as a producer for best picture, director, and writing. Uh, having three of the four major acting category wins that was great. Yeah, I mean, what a what a great night for everything, everyone at once. And one thing we you mentioned and talked about um, for the show. And this film that this could be a movie that's really remembered for many generations. Mm. And I think them getting properly honored will um, prove that. It, def- it, it definitely tonight. cement. It definitely cements that uh, for sure. Um, I mean, I think even if it didn't, it, it like it, it just because you get or don't get an Oscar doesn't mean that your movie won't like stand the test of time. Right. Um but but obviously, you know, it's it's you know, it's nice to be recognized. So um, I think this now it doesn't even it, it, it was our, as I said, it's already it's already huge. It's very well liked and well received by everyone. But I'm happy to see that it, it did so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, crazy to also think about that. The, uh, they three out of the four actor categories were taken home by by that by that uh, that a uh, crew and then uh, Brendan Fraser who took home the whale. That means that's we have four a twenty four um, uh, best actor actress supporting actress supporting actor a twenty four took all of those home. So that's pretty crazy. I'm I'm a huge fan of that studio. So that was really cool to see a twenty four. They were only founded in 2012 and have now produced all these classics, and uh, they were the most exciting studio, hands down. Oh yeah! And, like one thing you talked about, like for like Bo is uh, Bo is what Bo is afraid. Bo is afraid is going to be in a 24, and yeah, you know, the list goes on and on. But yeah, a 24 really showing. Um, how much they're a player in this game, and what do you really, what do you think is the thing that makes A twenty four stick out from all these other major studios? From thin like like Warner Brothers celebrating the hundredth anniversary, that was cool to see in their um, in their in the ceremony. I know Paramount's over hundred years old. Disney's gonna is approaching a hundred years old, and now you have mm. this player in the game. Like, what do you think A twenty four makes them stick out beyond everything? I mean, I just think they. They really, I think I, it seems like they take the time and they care about the projects that they put effort into. Like when when uh, 
cultivating a team for these projects. They really get the right people for these, for these, these projects. And, um, they're, they're a very versatile company. They, they, they tell stories of all kinds. Um, and, and it, it feels like they have a unique voice or they pick artists who have a unique voice to deliver these stories to us. Um, and so it's just a lot of really well done material across the board in, in every department. It seems like it, it, everyone is um, excelling and um, making the best product they can they can possibly uh, devise. Um, and yeah, it's, they're just they, they. Every time you see a twenty four, it's that the logo when it wipes across on screen. You, you, <laughs> you can't. I at least for me, I can't help but be excited because I know I'm getting something that's very. In most of the time, very like special and unique. And even if it's like, even if it's not the best thing I've ever seen, it still most of the time makes me think afterwards. You definitely get goosebumps when you see the A24 logo. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's just, they really know how to trust creatives. They let them, they give them the creative space. They're patient with it. And pretty much every A24 is a true original is a true original and being now a legitimate mainstream this film distributor studio and this is coming from a24 a new york-based film company as well and you know mm. nothing against these other classics these other classic studios you warner brothers paramount uh disney this goes on and on but we know the elf in the room is they do there's a lot of at least at this time of life there's a lot of franchises and sequels and yes yeah. and not that there's anything wrong with that because they do create quality content but we really want some original filmmakers and show creativity of film and showing that aspect of it and studios like an a24 produce that and a neon's another good one for example yeah uh, um that's you don't have to specifically go to indie theaters to see these original works. This they show the masses this and A24 yeah. just does it from time and time again. And I just hope they never get bought out or anything like that. Yeah, no, just just to add on just a little more. It's like, yeah, it's like these bigger studios, they've developed some, you know, obviously a huge reputation, but in terms of like Marvel, for instance, or something like that, like you sort of have to cater to specific demographics where right. with this, they, they, they can be comfortable knowing that like, because of the name that they have now, they can make a movie and it, it might not be everybody's cup of tea, but they will, they will get people in the seats because of their name now. And they're, they will mm -hmm. put something, um, out of the ordinary on screen and, and, and it'll make you think and like, like, it, it seems like they're like a, they're sort of like a, a pot for like cult classics and, and yeah, stuff right. like that. It just seems like they're like, they're, they're sort of cooking up a bunch of really exciting things that I think will have, um, that will leave like a legacy and they'll continue to build their legacy with these awesome films. Definitely let them cook, and the future is bright with A24. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think it's fair to say we'll see them as contenders for years to come. Now, I want to do, I do want to hit on the acting categories really quick. I mean, we had two amazing comeback stories become 
get completed in this award ceremony. First, Ki Hu Kwan. Short round to the Goonies and Sino Man. (laughs) Leaving the spotlight and him feeling outcast from the Hollywood community, working as an assistant director and then as a stunt coordinator. And then he just, in one of the more inspiring stories, in the more inspiring stories and speeches you'll ever see, just wanted to come back and return. 25 years later, whether it was the help of his wife or who he mentioned in his uh, in his Oscar speech, Jeff Cohen, mm-hmm. a.k.a. The kid, who, the kid from the Truffle Shuffle, who did the Truffle Shuffle, who's now a lawyer, who negotiated <laughs> his, I learned just before the show, he negotiated his deal to get casted in this. And the Daniels mm. gave him a chance, and now... He's got an Oscar, and that was cool to see this major story, not only in the entertainment community, but um, throughout the news yesterday. He gets a very well-deserved Oscar. Tell me your thoughts seeing Ki-Hu Kwan hold that Oscar in his hands. It was great. It was funny. My mom texted me right after after he won just because – I I don't know if she was super familiar with him, but she was really moved by his speech. And I actually didn't. I I I I had to watch his speech after the fact because I I because of coming home from work a little late, I had mm-hmm. to. Uh, I missed the beginning of the ceremony. But yeah, I mean, it, first of all, I mean, he was sort of. It, it was it was clear that he was probably going to take it, and and I think it's very well deserved. Uh, it's just it's awesome. I he. You just feel the like he's so like wholesome and and kind. You can just tell he's as kind, like probably one of the kindest people in Hollywood because you you can you can just feel how hard and how hard he worked to get where he is now. And as you said, he you know being feeling like an outsider and then trying to break his way back into the industry. And it's crazy to think. I, I was reading up on a story I was unfamiliar with that he 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 didn't tell his family that he booked everything everywhere all at once when he booked it. He told them before the the day before the trailer dropped, and the reason he did that was because <laughs> he uh, what he was he was un he, he he was unsure of his acting abilities and he was like i don't i don't know if i'm good or not um which is crazy because we've all seen it now and he's yeah, surprised he, he gives a, a beautiful performance but uh it's i mean it's awesome I, I i'm so happy for him and i like he's a type of guy like type, type of person that like like obviously we don't know him but he just he oozes like such a like a love for for his craft and for what he's doing and for you know the people around him and it, it just, it, it, it catches like a virus. Like it just makes, makes me feel good for sure. Um, and it's just an inspirational story. Short round has an Oscar. Now I want to talk about the other very inspiring acting win for males where we see Brendan Fraser take home an Oscar for the whale playing Charlie. And now, you know, coming into it, I heard and read, you know, maybe Austin Butler is going to take it because, well, he's still playing Elvis. I think he's still speaking the voice actor. <laughs> but, you know, he really transformed into this iconic American figure. And I thought for a second, man, that would, I want to be – it might go to him. But ultimately, mm. the right person I felt won, Brendan Fraser as Charlie. And the whole 
world smiled for a couple of minutes who saw it, especially <laughs> the internet. And this guy, I'm sure you've grown up with, I sure have, a lot of our people our age, from Georgia the Jungle to the Mummy franchise to Looney Tunes back in action, or the Scout, Encino Man School Ties, and then his issues he had to deal with getting blacklisted and then trying to work his way up slowly through TV and then just Darren Aronofsky giving him this shot in a role of a lifetime and now he is in a special group of male Oscar winners and male male sorry a special a special list of people who've won best actor for males and uh now he completed this comeback story. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your thoughts seeing Brendan Fraser win this? Fraser. Yeah, it was sort of similar to Keith, uh, where, you know, I, yeah, as you said, I grew up, I the mummy was big for me when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just another person, like, I, this this year just seemed like the best people in the world were winning these awards. Like, yeah, right? you can just tell they're just, like, kind, and there's no, like... It, it, it seems as if they have no sort of self-absorbed bone in their body. Like they're just very, very gracious and, and very sweet. And um, it was, it was great. Um, I, as I said, I, I definitely, he, his performance is, is what stuck with me after that movie. Um, and I just, I think, I mean, from the start, I, I had a feeling it was going to be him, and um, I, I'm happy it ended up going to him. Definitely, I think uh, that was that was the right choice. So, so awesome! Yeah, the right choice indeed. And I mean, what a win! And I think it really shows, and I think those speeches really hit home that. It really is about pushing and you really can't accomplish these things how much you want it. And to prove to somebody who could give you that opportunity to show your skills and talents, just keep pushing. You know, sometimes it will take a very, very long time, but imagine the amazing feeling you get once you're on the other side, knowing that you're good enough. Yeah, it also makes me like with both of like Kia and Brendan's speeches, it's like it really makes you think like, like when you really start to think about all the things that they must have gone through to like make like make it back to where they are, be like right. content. Like it makes you step back and go like, wow, like you know, things really aren't that bad for for me personally at this moment. So I should like I shouldn't complain about the like things because like I could have it worse. And like they were they were struggling queerly very like very hard at at, at points of their life. So it's. It's just it's it's beautiful to see this sort of um, the trajectories of their career change and that they're being recognized now for the the good talented people that they are. Look at that, and you can't take those Oscars away from them. And nah. also, <laughs> I think after such an awkward ceremony and how things unfolded, you know, Will Smith winning Best Actor, uh, slapping somebody, and then winning Best Actor, and well. I don't know. That had a bad taste in my mouth. And then we see yeah. this, the, this, these just absolutely humble people winning get for genuinely winning for the awards. And the, at the end of the day, and I know 
all these award ceremonies, some people have felt they've turned into preachy events, but it's supposed to honor the creatives and the artists and the crew. And at least, you know, focusing here on the acting, the right people won. And now a good transition to honor our female actors who take took home gold, both everything, everywhere all at once. Michelle Yeoh yeah. takes it. How yeah, about that, was... that? What do you think about this? Yeah, it's it's just like I'm a, I'm a broken record. I feel like now, but it's just like they, they it's just a long time coming. It feels like, um, and I mean, it was so clearly, at least in my mind. I I mean, I've you know all the other nominees were were excellent, but it just seemed like it was her time. Like you could just feel it. And, um, and she, she took it home and I mean, I'm, I'm thrilled about that, honestly, cause she, she really, she carries that movie. Uh, I mean, Seriously. there's so many different parts, but she's like the, the core, the heart of that movie. And she, she succeeded in every imaginable way. Um, right. And it's just, it's just awesome. It's, I'm just happy with it. And Jamie Lee Curtis too, this Hollywood yep. veteran, goes from scream queen to winning the oscar <laughs> and i know some people felt mixed about her winning but you know we predicted that she would ultimately win it and i think she was playing a great antagonist and as somebody felt for at the end and mm. she won an oscar and i appreciate her speech honoring the whole the hundreds of people who worked on that film but yeah do you have anything to say with that so some people felt mixed whether it should have gone to angela Bissett, who's an amazing actress herself but she was a huge favorite into it too but is there anything to that that you think um is worth commenting on yeah i was that was actually one of the ones that i that was the one category that i sort of like reflected on after that i know we talked about like i had a feeling it was probably there was a good chance it might go to her or stephanie sue sue mm -hmm. like which we talked about yeah but thinking about it, I I, mean, I think she's great in the movie. I really do, and I, I really like her character in it. But the more I think about it, I I almost feel like I would have liked to see an Angela Bassett or a mm -hmm. Stephanie Sue um, uh, win. Stephanie Sue only because she, I guess, more screen time doesn't warrant an award, but like. <laughs> she was just so fantastic as Evelyn's daughter. And she's, she's also sort of like the, they're like the two, like she plays like, you know, another piece of like the heart of, of that, of that movie. Yeah. And she just has so much to do in it. And she's, she's got a lot of responsibility in like, in, in, in being like our, the villain of that story, but also, you know, trying to make us under, she, like, she has to try to make us understand why she's doing the things she's doing. And I think yeah, she was extremely successful. She was extremely successful in that. Um, and then Angela Bassett, I, I, I feel bad for him because she, she gives such a like fierce performance in black Panther. And I'm wondering if like, because it's a Marvel movie, they like, took it less seriously which right. like i feel like they normally do but like i feel like i don't know i just feel like the academy could should like if that is the case they should put that aside because you can separate a performance from the movie like the whale for example i didn't think yeah. the whale was an amazing movie i i enjoyed it but i mean you can't deny brendan fraser's performance and that is is like otherworldly 
Um, right. And then, so I feel like you, you, you should be able to do the same thing with a Marvel. I'm not, I'm, I'm just speculating. I don't know if that was the reason, uh, they may, that maybe she didn't secure the win, but if that is the reason I, I, that's kind of, that would kind of annoy me a little bit because she really is fantastic in it. Um, and it, it was just, it, you could see it on like the, the, when they presented that award, you could see she, she definitely was very she disappointed. Was um, yeah. and, and like, I don't know, I, 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 if I, I would be too, it's, she, I, I, I believe she's been nominated for several Oscars, correct? Yeah, I think, yeah, she's definitely a multi-time nominee and she's been around since the eighties and, you know, coming from a great acting background as well and classically trained and it's tough. And, you know, the more the older I get and I do appreciate the Oscars and I do enjoy them a lot. I mean, look what we're doing now from that but i also like you said it made a great point that an oscar doesn't really dictate if a movie is good or not it's about how much you enjoy it regardless of the awards after the fact and yeah, yeah. sometimes you could say it's a popularity contest maybe some people think um some people get oscars because of their longevity in hollywood as well maybe yeah. that's the case for jamie lee curtis i don't know but I think it is fair to you make some fair um, opposition on that sense too, and you know you only wish they could give multiple Oscars, I guess. Yeah, I, and and I'm by no means mad about it. I was just like, oh I yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> I got to think like you know Jamie Lee Curtis is awesome, but it just I got to thinking about it, and it was like, like obviously we were correct because we assumed that one of the one of the Everything Everywhere ladies would win. Um, but uh, yeah, it was just some thoughts I had after uh, she had won. Yeah. Well, you know, it's never too late. And as they're on the road to the next Oscars, hopefully the right people in those categories get probably recognized. Yeah. And transitioning to that, whether it's also the um, supporting actors category, do you feel there were any snubs off the top of your head that you thought of that didn't get an award on Sunday night uh, you know, for any category. Yeah. For any category. And you, you know, uh, one thing, if I can start, um, yeah, sure. You know, my, and I should have said this before, but this is, did you happen to see RRR in, on Netflix? Uh, I haven't yet, but I, um, I've heard, I've heard great things and I'm, I plan on watching it. Yeah. That's, that was a movie that took home best song. Yeah. And, um, awesome they could have a great dance that goes along with it and that is as epic as it gets i mean there's a lot of <laughs> movie it's i mean the way i explain like I, I don't know how to explain it it's, it's <laughs> to um just to say the plot it centers around a fictional versions of two indian revolutionaries um and their friendship as they fight against the british raj during world war one and mm. This movie includes it's a musical, it's a action thriller, <laughs> it's a hardcore romance. I mean, and it really justifies this three-hour runtime. And that didn't actually get nominated for Best International Feature. And I honestly thought it should have gotten nominated for Best Picture. But I thought it should have won. It didn't even get nominated. And I think a major snub was that movie. But at least we got an awesome dance out of it, Nahu Nahu Dance and... Um, Hopefully people make some TikToks with that because it's pretty cool. <laughs> so that's one snub that uh, comes to mind for me. What uh, what if any come to you? Um, I don't think I had that many. Um, 
I think a big one for me just in general was I, I wanted, I wanted the Batman to be nominated more yeah. honestly. Um, and I think they were nominated for effects or, or costume and makeup or something along those lines. And, uh, a quick, like, obviously they didn't take anything, but that was a big one. Um, and ter- I, yeah, I don't really know. I think a lot of the ones I expected, I, I think, I feel like, I don't know. I was happy with the, um, the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, the Daniels winning best screenplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, 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 I will, I, I, I would have liked to also have seen Banshees take home an award too. I think that's yeah. just me like trying to like <laughs> give everybody a little piece of the pie, but, um, why not? But, I think uh, that was a fair. I think I, I, I think Banshees is excellent. And I, and I do, I, I wish it, it took some, took something. Mm. I mean, but that could be said for basically everything, you know, like, yeah, essentially there was a lot of great movies that didn't, really take home awards and and you and as we said at the end of the day that's doesn't doesn't matter but i you know it would be yeah. nice <laughs> and i think also adapted screenplay i really would have liked glass onion to take that it was it went to women talking again something yeah. i still haven't seen yet i did happen to see over the weekend um oh shit why did i forget um sam mendes's film with oh empire of white yeah i thought it was fine um you know I, it was yeah, it was it was good. It was good. It was um, good. I, I thought it could have been better. There were some moments of brilliance in it, but then uh then the screenplay got all over the place, but I still liked it. Yeah, no, it was it's I mean it's it's a definitely a beautiful looking movie too with Roger Deakins behind yeah. the camera. Um and yeah, it's it's a t- there's it's it has a lot of touching moments, I thought. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this was uh, well, yeah, just a few stubs there. But as you said, don't really need an Oscar to justify how impactful your movie is. Mm. And you know, I was looking at the best pictures over the weekend. I saw it, and I saw it specifically over the last decade. I saw it like, yeah, this definitely earned it, like a parasite. And then maybe there's like a Green Book, and there's like, ah, uh, was it good? But was the best picture good? Yeah. And then um, you know, looking through the slate there. But again, it's it's just hard. It's just hard. Or like, yeah. But um, for sure, if anything, this is the everything, everywhere, all at once. Oscars think it had a great, deserving night, and yeah, that's it's, it's award season's already done, just like that. And now we start the next row to Oscar '96. See if Cocaine Bear will uh, take <laughs> home a Best Picture nomination or <laughs> other stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, is there anything yeah, else sure. you have to say regarding the entire past year of movies, the ceremony, or anything else like that? Uh, one thing I, I should I guess I should have touched on it when we were talking about stuff at the beginning. Um, but there was one thing that I heard about, and I I, I guess I missed it when I was watching. But the uh, in the in memoriam section. Mm. Um, it's obviously always very, you know, touching, but it, you know, well, sad every year, yeah, very obviously. Um, but I, I had no idea the, the, the actor who plays, um, in triangle of sadness, the woman and the model, like the main model. Yeah. Um, her name is, I believe her name is Charles, Charles B. Dean or Charlie B. Dean. I, I might be pronouncing it wrong. 
but she Charlie passed DD, away. Yeah. She passed away before Triangle of Sadness uh, released, and she was not included in the in memoriam. And I was talking about that with someone yesterday, oh, yes, and we were right like, here. and we were like, how. How, it was cr- it's just like crazy like how someone who's nominated in a movie nominated for several awards isn't inv- isn't included in the in memoriam like was that just like a a mess up on someone's part or did like i it's I it just seems it, cool. dis- it just seems disrespectful yeah it seems these in memoriams the years go on they really omit people and they really miss the people out like paul Sorvino didn't get uh in or or stuff like that. I I don't know. That that really should be justified, and there yeah, should be an apology and, there on that one. And like I don't know. Like I mean, I would obviously like I wouldn't be surprised if like that's been done. Like I don't know if it's just like like as you said, like omitting for time, which is like kind of fucked up. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, you're not wrong, especially at least in a film where one of your leads in the best picture should properly getting recognized like that it's a shame yeah um but uh yeah shame but uh hopefully like i said her legacy will always live on with this role and others and also just remember life's too short and uh and um it's too bad and we please for the the rest of time Please don't miss out on people who should be properly nom- uh, recognized in uh, the in memoriam. Mm. But at least on a lighter note, we can, <laughs> uh, you know, like I said, on the road to Oscars 96, see if Cocaine Bear could take it or <laughs> Bo is Afraid, which right. probably I would assume is a legit contender. Yeah. Or um, if yeah, you want to mention Chris also, I'm sorry, did, did, you were about to say something. Oh no no! I was just gonna say I feel like the most of most of like the contenders, potential contenders, start to show themselves like mid year to late year. So we have yeah. some time to like sort of for sure, especially in the fall. Yeah, yeah. come out definitely. And until then, we'll enjoy our nice summer film. We'll start our spring <laughs> slate of films, some summer blockbusters, and then before you know it, it's Oscar seasons once again. But to close this, Chris. You talked about being featured in a film. Yes. A big studio motion picture this summer. And coincidentally, the trailer dropped. <laughs> so I think it's fair for me to ask. <laughs> do you want to explain the movie you're about to be in this summer? Yeah, sure. I, I won't I won't get into like what I'm playing or like plot because yeah. I obviously don't want to spoil anything. For sure. But for sure. um as I said, it's a small part, but uh it was like it's like I probably got around like six lines. <laughs> Um, hey, the movie is called no, the movie is called no hard feelings. It is starring Jennifer Lawrence and Ooh. Andrew Barth Feldman. Um, and we got some other fantastic talent in there, like, uh, Ferris Bueller himself, uh, Matthew Broderick. Yeah. I uh, saw that. Laura Benanti, who's big, uh, a big Broadway star as Let's well as go. a TV film actor. Um, and Oh, uh, I I forget his name. I know his first name is Ebon or Ebon. Um, I forget his last name, but he's in the Bear. He plays Richie in the Bear. He's in it as well. Oh, so yeah. that's exciting. But um, um, yeah, it's it's a it's like a original raunchy rated R comedy. Uh, if you've seen the trailer already, you you might already have an inkling of what it's about. But basically, it's about uh. 
a townie from Montauk who is trying to get a car for the summer to um, to um, uh, pay for her house. And uh, none of these are spoilers, by the way. This is all in the trailer. Yeah. And um, and so in order to do that, a family is offering her a car, but she has to like sort of acclimate their son, their their son who's about to go to college into like into life and he's very awkward so they want the family wants her jennifer lawrence's character to get him out of his shell basically and Mm -hmm. and then a bunch of chaos and shenanigans ensues (laughs) let's go based on a true story (laughs) no no well wow chris what a great cast of characters and you're a part of it and you have some speaking lines how incredible was it was it an enjoyable shoot how was your whole experience filming that as a whole oh it was it was great it was really cool it it originally was supposed to be two days but then uh because of a i believe a covid situation at one point we did one day in september to november uh, we got to film on a beach, and that was also the first time I did an overnight shoot, which was interesting. We had gotten there at 5.30 p.m. the day before, and, you, you know, you sort of you, – you you see, like, where you're going to be shooting. They talk you through it a little bit, but then it, it was a lot of, like, waiting in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And then by the time we knew it, me and the two other people playing characters in the movie who were, like, we're all, like, friends, I guess. Um they brought us out uh, at two uh, thirty in the morning, and then we finished at five thirty a.m. <laughs> um, so that, that was super interesting. I never done something like that before. Um, and then in November, uh, first time experience with like uh, a blue screen and a and a and like a set. It was cool. They wow. had like built a beach set, um, and there was some choreography and stuff. It was the first time ever too that I I had a stunt double. Which is cool. <laughs> Chris has a stunt double. This is how legit it's going. Like I said, Chris, there's going to be a day in the near future. I'll be talking about you getting nominated. You're going to be part of that big room. I mean, wow, Chris, that is so awesome. Congratulations. I Thank know. You. And lots of us know is the first of many. And what a great opportunity for your career, Chris. And this is only beginning. Yeah, it's 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 really excited. I'm I'm just very grateful and lucky that I've had the opportunities that I've had thus far. Um, the movie comes out, I believe, June 23rd. So, you know, grab a <laughs> grab your family members or your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, and check it out. We'll see. I'm 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 interested to see like like how it is like cut together, or, like mm-hmm. what they show. It'll it's just like. It's it's very, you know, you have no idea, so you, you don't really know until you really sit down and watch it. What an incredible um, story, Chris. This is this is cool. Can't wait. I will be going to the, the movies that day <laughs> to see you. Hopefully I have enough time to get your uh, picture in there. You get We get some stills in there to show you off, and mm. future's bright for you, my friend. But Chris Bailey, thank you so much for covering the Oscars with me. Well, we will I've, stay in the, touch. This is the best. Oh, you're the best, man. This this is great. (laughs) We're going to stay in touch and let us start a whole new year of cinema. And Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see more roles you'll be in a part of this world of cinema in Hollywood. Thanks a lot, man. I'm I. Yeah, it's it's a grind for sure. But I I, I have faith and um, I'm very thankful, as I said, for everything I've gotten to do so far. And well, yeah, well, yeah. We'll we'll see what 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 this year has in store. It's it's off to a good start, and yeah, like I said, Cocaine Bear, one of the uh, 
Best Picture nominees. We'll see if that yeah. happens. But <laughs> yeah. besides that, Chris, I appreciate you, my friend. And uh, we'll mm. be seeing you really soon. That is the awesome, great man. Chris. Oh, sorry. My bad. Oh, no. You're, you're good. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Anyways, that is the great Chris Bailey. Check him out in his big movie. Say it one more time. Uh, and No Hard Feelings. No Hard Feelings coming out June 23rd. And uh, heck, if you need uh, some press tour on that, we could talk about that when it drops it if you want. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll catch you later, Chris. Thanks again. Awesome. Thanks, Matt. Bye, guys. And there you have it, folks. Another year of film in the books. And now on to the next one. Let's start the road to the 96th Academy Awards. Great job by Chris Bailey for coming in and giving us his thoughts on the ceremony. And we can't wait to talk to you again very, very soon. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasted platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out our other great content throughout our social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at ProcomoPod, and we're on Tuck to TikTok. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. So we're back at it tomorrow. We're going to react to Aaron Rodgers' big decision on Pat McAfee. I just want to say on the record, and I'll say it again tomorrow, I hope Aaron Rodgers comes to the New York Jets. You know how much I love this guy. You know how much I've been following him for years. Ever since he won that Super Bowl with the Packers in 2010, I thought this is a special player, and he's one of the greatest to ever do it. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever live, and he still has something left. And if he goes to the New York Jets, and if he's in the market I live in and the market we cover extensively on this show, and the way he interacts and trolls the New York media and plays them like a fiddle, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And I think it'll be very fascinating, and we'll ultimately see if he can bring the Jets their first Super Bowl in over 50 years. I think tomorrow he's going to announce he's going to the Jets and we'll ultimately see what happens. And this is that big of a story to do an emergency podcast on it. So we will see you tomorrow with the NFL crew and we're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers' decision and how that affects the entire league. So with that, my name is Matt Brown. I want to thank Chris Bailey for coming on and I want to thank Alex DeJesus for what he does in producing content for this show online. And I want to thank you, the greatest fans and listeners in the world. Your support means everything to us. Thank you so much for always being there for us. And we will give you some more content tomorrow. And you could probably tell how giddy I am. I am so excited for tomorrow. And I know you will. And I can't wait to react to this with my amazing crew who covers the NFL with me. So we will see you tomorrow. Our reaction to where Aaron Rodgers is going. And it's going to be a lot of fun. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. Don't forget to check in on your friends and family. And I will see you tomorrow. All right. Peace. All she needed was some...